0: Is a Land production enjoy.
1: Before I continue tonight's show, I wanted to be known that Ferg is a very good friend of mine and completely helps me through all of my nervous breakdowns. <laughs> you didn't have a nervous breakdown, Kevin. I had a nervous no, breakdown you did this not. evening because I am a pill popper. <laughs> so I have to go. Over. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming by, but I've got to go tonight. Uh, Ringo Starr is coming over. You don't you're not not, know.
2: You're not going to be here for that.
1: No, I can't stay because of how much money I paid. Number one, and number two, he does not like me.
2: Why doesn't he like you?
1: A long time ago, when I was a wee little tot, I met Ringo Starr at a fair. It was a an affair that we had <laughs> when I was a little tiny kid. Okay. And uh, creeped he, uh, all. it all. Uh, well, it was at a carnival, and he said something like, Hello, you, do you want some popcorn or something? I can't remember what he said. <laughs> and I said,
3: Sure, I'd like a little popcorn.
1: And then he went to give me the popcorn, and I accidentally threw up on his shoe. Oh. Ever since then, he wants nothing to do with it. Okay. So he's coming over soon. I've got to go downstairs and relace all of the snowshoes <laughs> okay, for, next, for
2: next year's. <laughs> I wish he would stay. It's Ringo. I'm sure he he doesn't remember. I'm sure a lot of people threw up on his shoes. I hope he doesn't remember. (laughs) But uh, I don't want to take the chance that he'll be pissed off. All right. Well, it's too bad. I'll tell you how it was. I'll see you later. Bye, Kev. Jerry, are you excited I'm going to meet Ringo Starr? I never met him before. Apparently Kevin did. He never told me about it. That's pretty... (laughs) Jerry, your voice sounds different. (laughs) Oh, Jerry, you're a good dude. Wow. Did you unlace all the snowshoes? Is that why Kevin has to go downstairs now? Wow. Who is it? It's a go here today. Uh, Okay, I'll be right there, whoever you are. Oh, maybe it's Ringo.
4: <laughs> I've been waiting here for four Alright,
2: here I come. I'm coming!
4: The hell you I
2: hear it. <laughs> Why is this why is this house so big, Kevin? <laughs> Here I come. Hi Hello. Hi, Rinko. It's nice to meet you. You're a lot shorter in real life than I thought you'd be.
4: I'm looking up at you and I don't think I'm that short. Okay.
2: Well, come on in, come on in, please, please.
4: Oh, I'd like to do that.
2: So are you how long <laughs> Well you waddle too? <laughs> Wait for me. I'll be there soon. Uh, you're, I, I, you look like you're in pretty good shape. Why are you walking so strangely? Because I'm so short. Uh, watch me. I'm going to go between your legs. <laughs> oh, Please don't do that. <laughs> I'm going between your legs right That's a now. little creepy, Ringo.
4: <laughs> I'm going back the other way.
2: Okay. No, no, no. All right. Why don't do you, do you sit down here and uh, tell me All about right. what you're doing. What? All right. Tell me about what you're doing in town.
4: I'm in town because Kevin called me up and told me to come by and play the guitar for you. Play the guitar? Well, I play the guitar too. I've done quite a lot of writing for the
2: bass. Well, no, I don't think you do. <laughs> I
4: sure do. I just never use my
2: songs. But according to your song, you only play three chords on the guitar. I do. Yeah. Do you
4: want to hear what they are? Hold on. Yeah,
2: A, D, and E, you said. <laughs>
4: Here we go. A, D, and E. Yeah. A, D, and E.
2: That's E minor, isn't it? Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I you can play four. Awesome. <laughs> well, I didn't know there was a minor period of this.
4: I just thought there was only three.
2: Okay. Well, I guess you. Uh, well, that was uh, 1970, you recorded that song. So I guess you've been. You've gotten a lot better at guitar since then, right?
4: Let's see how good you are at knowing my songs. What was the name of the song with three chords?
2: <laughs> the the one that you talked about, the three chords? Yeah, this one. It's called Early 1970. When did I write it? <laughs> Do you know when I wrote it? I think 1970, <laughs> maybe
4: close it was not in 69 oh i see actually that's a lie in 1969 i only knew these codes
2: oh only two <laughs> you learned a new yep. one did hey, george teach you that one? one
4: yes yeah actually
2: it was paul oh paul did okay are oh, you kind of mad at me paul this. i think
4: he's such I s-o
2: i didn't get any of that ringo i'm sorry He's such an asshole. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you've made up. You've been, I think just last week you were with him, weren't you? Yep. Yeah. How's he doing? He's he's doing pretty well. Yeah. Are you a vegetarian too, like Paul? Sure. sure. Am
4: I? <laughs> no, I like meat.
2: Oh, do you? Okay. Okay.
4: I love meat like cow. Cow. And horse and goat. Oh and ham pigs (laughs) ham pigs (laughs) ham pigs gophers oh
2: gophers I love gophers squirrels we eat a lot of um, muskrat here in Delaware do you like muskrat? surprisingly raccoon oh I mean here in Connecticut sorry muskrat? (laughs) yeah Delicious! (laughs) Delicious. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't leave home
4: without eating a muskrat. Yeah,
2: muskrat season is coming up. It's a big uh, Valentine's Day thing here in, uh, I mean, down in Delaware. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, it is. Down up here in downtown Delaware. No, this is Connecticut, Ringo. Thanks for coming up and visiting. Yeah, certainly. Whose house is this? This is Kevin's house. The, the guy you said called you, remember? <laughs> what you said before.
4: I kind of remember him as doing something, a little dismaying, to one of my penny loafers.
2: No, I think I think you're thinking of somebody else. Didn't he puke on one of my shoes? Well, he did, but he's not. That's why he's not here because he was afraid that you'd be mad at him. That twat! He he <laughs> puked on one of my shoes. <laughs> yes, he did. Sorry about I that. should
4: forgive him after all these years. Yeah. but I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble
2: getting over this certain situation. All right. Well, situation? Do you still want? Do you, do you want to stay and play your music or?
4: Yeah, there's five songs that I'm going to play for you. Okay. And you tell me <laughs> what they are by the riffs that I play? Okay, good. This, this will is be just fun. the greatest Ring of Starr voice you've ever heard in your life.
2: Okay, it is. <laughs> Thank you. It's definitely better than some of the uh, trivia bands I've heard, for sure.
4: Good. (laughs) I'm excited to be a part of it.
2: (laughs) You're lapsing in the cockney now, Ringo. A
4: little bit. (laughs) We're going to do this. We're going to do five songs. You tell me what album and what song it is or the vice versa voice. Okay. So you do what song it is and what album
2: it came from. Number five. Number five. That's uh, Come Together from Abbey Road
4: Come Together from the Abbey Road Yes Can you name number four Okay Number four
2: Yes Eight Days a Week from Beatles for Sale Or Beatles six Or Beatles six, that's true I have it in the
4: album form as b 6 Where did you get for sale? Did you buy a
2: a garage? (laughs) A garage? That's the the original British album it was on.
4: Oh. Okay, so I was doing a jazz version of it that the boys didn't like.
2: The jazz chords.
4: You know, all right. Number three.
5: Number three. You ready? I'm ready.
2: your hand.
4: No, what song is it? <laughs> Whatever mood you're in because you happen to be in the presence of the great Ringo star, there's no reason to get all physical. All right,
2: but that was that was the name of the song, Ringo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What album did it come it didn't, from? It wasn't on an album in the UK. It was on Meet the Meet, Beatles in America.
4: Meet the Beatles would have sufficed. I didn't ask you for trivia or- <laughs> I did ask you for history. <laughs> All
2: right, Rico. calm down.
4: Number, I get a little angry. <laughs> I puked on my shoe.
2: <laughs> he is very sorry about that.
4: He puked on my shoe. Yeah. Okay, number two. Two. Number two.
2: I could tell by looking no. on your face No, it, it's not uh, Rocky Raccoon, is it?
4: It was a very poor attempt at Rocky oh. Raccoon <laughs> Somewhere back in the hills of your mother's <laughs> Where you lived in that. Someone say that your mama ran off with another guy punched your rock in
2: the eye <laughs> Number one, and which album did Rocky the White come album. from?
4: This also comes from the White Album. Oh, I was too. supposed
2: to guess that part, wasn't
4: I? Yes, you are.
2: Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. Name the song and tell me what it really means. Number one. Whoa, that was weird. I feel a little funny. <laughs> Let's do that again without bending on the uh, tremolo ball.
2: Ringo, Blackbird.
4: What was that song about?
2: Well, Paul McCartney has said in recent times it's about civil rights in the 60s in America.
4: Wrong. It was written about crows and how they always bothered us <laughs> when we were trying to record. And all you'd hear at the window all the time was, "Caw, <laughs> It was getting on my nose, so I wrote a song about it. it goes like this. Blackbird, get the hell off my porch. <laughs> No, I'm gonna to flame punch and torture. torture. Black, black, when they did it, they did it this way. Black, boy, boy. When I do it it goes black but you hear the difference? I do, yes. Black, boy, <laughs> Floyd. black Are you, you missing no the finger on that hand, Rigga? for your body to be fried cause they are so delicious. <laughs> then there's the heavy metal version that went
0: I'm (laughs) lying
2: But I'm lying You did very well Thank you Ringo, thank you
4: Let me put this down Is that the son of a bitch here?
2: (laughs) He's downstairs
4: (laughs) I'm going downstairs and puke on some (laughs) shit Well
2: that's exactly what he's working on right now (laughs) Excuse me Wait, Ringo, Ringo (coughs) (laughs)
4: Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> what is it?
2: Are, are you leaving now? Do you have to go?
4: Yes, I think I have Can to I go. Can I have your
2: autograph before you go, please? <laughs> no! Pre-recorded live at K-Max
4: Studios right here in New England in the Upper Eastern United States in association with Delaware. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by.
3: And
5: Sherman. Hi, my name is Bob Sherman. And
2: Bert's mistress. Capuna.
5: Please <laughs> sit back and please enjoy the show and
4: please stand by. The show is about to begin.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Please Stand By. This is a podcast about nothing and everything all at once. Mm-hmm. Episode 60. We are now in eligibility.
2: Eligibility?
1: That's what I'm naming this one. Okay. Why? Cuz we're eligible now.
2: For for
1: social what? security help, are we? Pension funds. Oh. Pre-recorded live in K-Max Studios in the heart of Connecticut in association with Del Delmar Valle. Del
2: Marvie, that's me.
1: That is you. How have you been? What you been doing? How you feeling? What you know?
2: I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Uh I guess <laughs>
1: What's about the... I haven't sleeping famous?
2: too good, but what else is new, right? Yeah.
1: I know <laughs> if firm's you great.: know. first greatest hits. <laughs> what, uh, you mentioned
2: something earlier about fruitcake. Yes. So I made um, fruitcake for Christmas, the week before Christmas, this, uh, in 2017. Alcoholic? Oh, yeah. All right. So Alcohol. I ate one, and then the other one I just put away until next December. And every couple Oh, that's a good idea. Every couple of weeks I'm going to no, it's not in the freezer or anything, it's in the cabinet. So every couple of weeks I'm going to open it up and pour some uh whiskey on it. That's a good idea. Yeah. All year? All year. Is this an idea of yours or is this an idea? No, it's I've done it before.
1: That explains our Christmas episode.
2: <laughs> yes. It's going to be even worse next year.
1: <laughs> Did uh have you and what is the after effect?
2: Nothing. It's just a good fruit cake. I'm
1: gonna have to try that.
2: Yeah. And I did it differently this year. I usually I use a candied fruit and stuff, but this year I used and stuff, sorry. I know how much you hate that. <laughs> how dare you? You're I used to... um actual dried fruit this time. So like cherries okay. and cranberries and pineapple, apricot, and some nuts. A lot of nuts. I love my nuts, Kevin. Love, love my. Tell me more. I love my um, whiskey-flavored nuts. <laughs> it ain't right, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. I uh, the I want to try that. I've eaten. Uh, this month has been nothing but carrot cake month for me. Oh, really? And I, I'm not supposed to eat nuts because of diverticulitis. Right. But she did something with the cashews which I cannot understand and it could be a refrigerator thing, and if anybody knows anything, maybe it could be you about this situation. No one give you that much credit. The uh <laughs> possibility is is that the cashew in the fridge
2: softens. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't and think no so. Side I mean, effects. well maybe it's taken on is it in the frosting? It's uh it was in the cake itself, no, I don't. I mean, it, it, I guess it will soften a little bit, but not that much. It was, it was delicious, okay. and
1: uh, I ate the sh- stuff out of it. Yeah, and I, and I, I like eating nuts, but I'm not supposed to. But those nuts were so good.
2: <laughs> you like having nuts in your mouth? <laughs>
1: the nuts in my mouth were delicious, and um, so I just kept eating them.
2: Good, because I like nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
3: Ooh, yeah. Let's
2: not turn this into a morning zoo, please.
3: Oh, yeah. Good morning out there in listening land. I tell you what, do you like your nuts? Let's hear it for your nuts.
2: Zurb in the douche bag every morning. Mm, welcome to Zurb and Douche.
1: The morning show that keeps you clean. That's right. Um, you ever have
2: that not-so-fresh feeling, Ken?
1: Yes. One Summer's Eve, I had that.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to be exciting? Ready.
3: Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for something exciting. Boop.
2: Oh. Hey. Uh, I'm excited about Book Fair. Uh, Sarah has Book Fair this week, and uh, the last night of Book Fair, usually she goes into the uh, – she moves the Book Fair into the gym, and they have like um, – I think it's a winter carnival this year. They always have some kind of uh, thing at night. Theme? What? Theme? Well, it's not a theme, but it's kind of like a um, where all the kids and the parents come, and they have like maybe sometimes they sing or sometimes they have an art show. But the book fair is always tied in with that. So uh, I usually go on that night and just kind of wander around, make sure people don't steal anything, and try to keep it, you know, in uh, keep it clean and stuff like that. So you're like the the the. Uh, I'm the book fair bouncer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically bodyguard for the book fair. It, it's fun though because it reminds me of being a kid. I loved book fair when I was a kid, and you yeah, know every I think once a month, every couple months you you get the, uh, the thing from Scholastic when you're in school and you could fill it out and order books and stuff. I loved that.
1: And I I gotta admit I did th- I did that too, and yeah. I would check off anything having to do with Halloween or yep. like that monster um, makeup book. Oh, that's Bradbury, right?
2: Uh, I don't know, Kevin. I'm sorry.
1: I forgot the name of the guy, but uh, it's that green book with the uh, you could do Frankenstein or Dracula or whatever. That's Werewolf. cool. And yeah, and I checked that out when I saw that. And I was like, oh, it's available.
3: It's classic. <laughs> I
2: checked that off in a heartbeat. They have it. Um, they're her first book fair of the year. She has three every year. And the first one is usually tied in with Halloween. So we always get dressed up as uh, book characters.
1: I was going to say wasn't last year about Star Wars too?
2: Uh, that's a separate thing that she that's does. That's a the thing. That's with thing. The, uh, the county library. Does she put buns in her head? No. <laughs> I was hoping she did.
1: That would be awesome. Yeah.
2: So that's a lot of fun. I look forward to it. And let's see what kind of books are out there now. I'm going to have Shelly put buns in her head. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. What about you, Kev? What's your excitement?
1: My excitement is the fact that um, I told you last episode that the Christmas record is going to be... Uh, let me start that over. I told you that this year would have been 20 years of making Christmas albums with friends and family. Right. And I wanted to do like a documentary by the end of the year of um, of all my friends and all the family members who've been on every single album... And I have tons of videotape and I just want to edit it all together and make like a really nice big video to give to the friends and family or make it a YouTube video to play and stuff like that. Well, in talking to a, a friend of my daughter's, her name is Melissa. She took some film courses and knows a lot about making goodies and has made a couple of hard films and she's done commercials for Harbinger Bank in which, um, I've written music for Really? Really? Including the horror movie. I've done music for her horror movie. Cool. And um, that she did for a uh, festival, a film festival. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, so I'm excited because she offered to, well, didn't, let me take that back because I asked her to help. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to get together with me on February 10th. We're going to sit down at Christo's Pizza and we're going to discuss what uh, she can do to help me make that probably an awesome documentary compared to my little video phone documentary. Right, That's make. very cool. Yeah. So she's going to help me do it with some really high end, uh, you know, digital equipment and then digital editing. And, and it's going to be like 80 times better than what I expected. And nice. I think that's awesome. I told her I would, I would definitely pay whatever she wanted me to pay, but she has to take it in a payment plan of 10 to 15 years. <laughs> Cause she's worth it. Yeah. And that's cool. Kev. Come.
2: I can't wait to yeah. see it.
1: I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Really awesome. And it's going to be cool because it's going to have a lot to do with, uh, my father passing away during that time. Um, the friendships I've had over the years growing and then the way you can hear their, their talents improving. And, um, just music in general. My new equipment, I kept getting year after year. Right, right. Um, there'll be some stuff in there about the decline of of what I can do because of MS. But I would think that that would help other musicians with MS. Sure, yeah. That'd realize be cool. that there's other alternatives to what you do because as as the abilities decline, the computer advances got more and more, right. and I could fill in. And it still sounds better than it did ten years ago. Yeah, so
2: it's pretty awesome. That is very awesome. I can't wait to see
1: it. 20 years of Christmas baby so yeah I'll keep you posted when that's coming out yeah definitely so I'm excited about that Uh, there's a lot of news going on in today's world
2: there is Kevin every every minute it seems like it seems like every
1: minute something's going on would you like to go down our top four (laughs) Facebook sidebar top four each (laughs) no two each do you want to do three each or two each? Uh, two each is good, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it gets after okay. the first one. <laughs> I'm fine with you on that. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for that Facebooking sidebars.
3: Facebook sidebar. Da-na-na. Facebook sidebar. Facebook sidebar. Facebook sidebar.
2: <throat> Nutella. I know. Did you I saw see the this? video. I saw the video. It was <laughs> Way crazy. Way to go, France. So yeah. in France, apparently they like their Nutella quite a bit because they, they put it on sale. They killed people for it. And did They, they did not, did they? Yeah. People are stabbing each other with uh, plastic knives and forks. But I mean, they, they put it on sale and there were just riots for people to get Nutella. I mean, it's good. It's not that good. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> That's the, crazy.
1: Yeah, I can imagine Nutella over there is much more popular than it is here. True.
2: Um, I, th- well, I think probably because it's, um, uh, Nutella crepes are a big thing. It's starting to be a big thing here too. Yeah. But yeah, I, w- I would assume so. Yeah. I wanted to make some myself cause I like Nutella, but it's, you know, it's got a bunch of garbage in it. So I want to try making some myself. I just haven't gotten to, around to it yet. The last time I had Nutella, I think it was like 15. So you you have had it. I have had it,
1: but I don't see the reason to go out and smack French people around just so you can have more
2: Nutella. That's, yeah, that's kind of weird.
1: I have never seen anything like that. Oh, my God. But 70% off of huge ones like that. And the thing that doesn't make sense to me is in the video, if you watch, this lady fills up a whole basket of Nutellas and then puts it down at her side and then runs back into the mosh pit to get more <laughs> Nutellas. And no one touches her basket. That's weird. There's like 10 of them in a basket just sitting there, and
2: people respect that, but they have no respect for anybody oh, in the God, mod. it's bit. crazy. It's and Nutella, like, it's not, you know. It's time to get some French Nutella! Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Adam Hicks arrested for the alleged arm robbery in Burbank. Adam Hicks is a former Disney Channel star. Really? This goes to show you that if you salute a mouse you could end up robbing banks. That's a little weird. It's weird when you're doing arm robberies in a place called Burbank. <laughs> As Burbank sounds like someone's drunk trying to say bank. Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently suspicious of multiple arm robberies. Wow. So I don't know how many he's had. Hmm. But there's a picture of him with his girlfriend looking smiling and happy. I'm surprised that picture's still available. Your thoughts?
2: Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> All right, well, tell me what you think about a Disney star, Robin Banks. Well, I mean, you know, it's probably different? not a good thing, but... <laughs> no, it's not a good thing. But don't you think his morals would be different because the almighty Disney taught him how to be a better person? Yeah, but if
2: it's, th- if it's a Disney person, it's probably... They were probably young. When they were a Disney star, and that can warp your brain, you know. That's my point. I was trying to get to, and I was going to see if you had the
1: same opinion. Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay. I see what you're
1: saying. You yeah. get, you get, you get brought up by a mouse, and everything's, <laughs> and don't,
2: <laughs> it's not necessarily just that. I think it's just being a, a children, a child star. If you don't have a good support system around you, it's really going to screw with your head. I mean, look yeah, at Justin c- Bieber, all the stupid stuff he does.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's what Disney. See, Disney can't own everything. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, they're on trying. Now. I know it. They got Fox now.
2: Yeah. The but Fox you and the Hound. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Apparently, in Texas, uh, a uh, inmate escaped from a federal prison, and then he came back with uh, booze and smokes and food. <laughs> He tried to get back in with all this stuff. Well, that was
1: nice. Do you think he... <laughs> did he all of a sudden just have a...
2: Uh, oh. Uh,
1: change of heart, or what do you
2: think? I don't know. I don't... Why? If he was... If he escaped, wouldn't you just keep going? <laughs> Apparently not. Jeez. Well, he I probably mean,
1: was like, you know, I miss my friends. The real world's much different than what I thought it was when they put me in here. And uh, I'm going to die. Let me go home.
2: Yeah. I mean, people, I've heard of people you know, committing a crime just so they could um, get somewhere warm to sleep and food, you know, free food and stuff. So hmm. so I don't know. It's just, it's odd.
1: It's, uh, I would think he just had to go home. Maybe he forgot his wallet.
2: He might have, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right well for our final news story for tonight yes starbucks howard schultz a trusted digital currency is coming he says and it won't be bitcoin oh, what no. is the situation with bitcoin right now in the news something about it sells for like ten thousand dollars a coin i or thought something? there was just
2: a crash of bitcoin i don't That's understand I Bitcoin. so
1: i don't either but uh so he sees that uh there's only only one or a few legitimate trusted digital currencies off of the uh, blockchain technology. So my thing is is you can't you can't trust something that doesn't exist.
2: That's yeah, that's what I would think. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's uh, digital currency is not something you can hold. No. Um I don't understand it myself. I just don't get the point of all of it, but you know, Starbucks, that's a trusted name. And uh, Howard Is Schultz, it? yeah, well, and Howard Schultz, son of the great Charles Schultz, who wrote Peanuts, um, it's important that we trust him.
2: <laughs> Wait a second.
1: Well, it's spelled the same. And uh, yeah, Bitcoin, go figure.
2: Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. He forgot to do his. Uh, he forgot to do his tag in the show this week. Uh, it was weird. He's what just kind of. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> I, I'm
1: behind. Very behind.
2: Yeah,
1: but I'm catching up now. On um, I have a rotation that I gotta follow, and I'm catching up on um, uh, stuff. You should know.
2: Gotcha.
5: My
1: wife they listens get a, to that. They get a little pussyish for me on Meaning? their views. They get a little, like, you know, we'll talk about it, but I don't believe in it. Well the, Why are you doing a whole show on it? <laughs> it's like, if you don't care about it, then why should I listen to what you think of it? it yeah. That doesn't make sense. And they're not against something, they, but they're just like, you know, not that I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, erp. Click.
6: Tune in to the Toys R Us report for your weekly dose of pop culture talk that's out of this world. Movies, TV, toys, comics and more. Every Wednesday on the IC Robots radio network at icrobots.com. What are you waiting for? It's time to get down or come up.
1: Well, I got a call yesterday. Did from you? From Sour Sally? Oh dear. I get upset if he hears me calling that. I'm going to play the who's on the phone button.
0: Okay. Hi, who's on the phone? Boop, 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 boop.
5: Hey, Gator and Gator. Hey, how you guys doing? I hope you both are doing well and that no one is tinkling in your Wheaties, so to speak. <laughs> uh, this is Alice <laughs> Al. I just sitting here on my fanny with my iPhone. Oh. iPhone in my hand. And I'm calling in to once again impart my ever-loving thanks for everything you both do mm. to keep the Please Standby podcast so much fun to listen to.
3: Thank you. Uh, you mm. keep
5: it up, you guys. You're doing great work. Thank you, sir. Well, hello. It's 2018. Oh. Happy New Year's. That's a whole new year. And if you said told me even just 10 years ago, that in a decade we'd have self-driving cars, I would have looked at you as if you'd just swallowed an ostrich. (laughs) Actually, in New Jersey, where I'm from, we've had self-driving cars for years. Yeah, they're called taxi cabs. I mean it. I have yet to see a New Jersey cab driver who even has a semblance of control over his vehicle at any time. Anywho, Uh, The New Year's going pretty well for both myself and my uh, previously unmentioned wife, Sally DeSalisal. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we've both been making New Year's resolutions. Uh, Sally has resolved to try and monetize her erotic face painting hobby. (laughs) Uh, She set up a face painting booth at several local church bazaars. With limited success, as you might imagine. I mean, we now live in Florida, which is firmly ensconced within the Bible Belt, as you know. So I'm gently nudging her to maybe peddle her face painting service away from churches and towards fertility clinics. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Oh, and my New Year's resolution? Well, I resolved to refrain from having a New Year's resolution this year. I'm not sure how I'm doing so far. Every time I think I'm achieving my resolution, I realize that I'm not achieving my resolution. Oh, well, I guess I'll be wallowing in irony for the next 12 months. (laughs) I gotta say that Sally and I are finally getting a hang of living in Florida, the sand-in-your-shoes capital of the world. Although we still have a hard time bearing the heat. I mean uh it's january and it's still hot as he double hockey sticks outside but at (laughs) least we're making some friends here in the condo community uh sally has befriended our next door neighbor lurleen dubose Uh, she's a diminutive southern lady with delicate voice and demure demeanor that are so jarring to my own sledgehammer personality that I feel like she'll shatter like glass if I just look in her general direction. <laughs> and I'm spending time getting to know her husband, Richard Beauregard de Bose. How about that name? Uh, we call him Dick Bo for sure. Uh, I persuaded him to tune into your Please Stand By show, and he really likes it. So maybe I can get him to call in sometime soon. Oh, no. And, of course, my other neighbor here at the condo, olivon well he's a pretty secretive guy who used to be in uh get this he used to be in the dutch cia i bet he's got some stories to tell too so anyway sally and i have finally begun to settle into living in a retirement community uh most of the residents here are old much older than sally and i admit to being in fact really down when you get down to it we're youngsters compared to them and are often reminded of that fact whenever geezers tell us to slow down. I mean, we drive down the street where the speed limit is 8 miles an hour, and we're in a golf cart that can't go faster than 6. Boy, talk about grumpy old men. I guess it's just a symptom of the existential ennui that living in these dark times dictate. Oh, and uh, speaking of grumpy old men, as usual, as an apparent grumpy old man myself... I've got questions that have seeped into my mind lately. You know I've always got questions. Such as, what is with all the abbreviations around these days? BFF, OMG, ICYMI, IMHO, TCBY, TGNY. I'd really like those abbreviations to just go away. PDQ. Oh, well. QED. Uh, question number two. Uh, why do we press the buttons on remotes harder when the batteries are dead? Do we think that the remote controls are sentient beings that will understand a bit of prodding? And finally, my last question is, uh, do you know the way to San Jose? Uh, I've been away so long, and I may go wrong and lose my way. Lastly, I am pleased to tell you that Bab Shermack and I have been having a chinwag about our Christmas song. And I've got a few thoughts. One, thank you guys so much for including it in your holiday show, which was very good, by the way. B, he and I are very happy that we can finally put to rest the unfounded rumor that we both occupy the same human body in time and space. And thirdly, we hope to be able to take the positive response to our little Christmas tune And turn it into a small concert tour. Now, the logistics have yet to be worked out. But right now, we plan on touring together later this year... As an opening act for the sickeningly positive and rapidly diminishing 1970s commercial arts folk singing group, Well Done You. As their first and only date of the Up Yours Palooza reunion tour kind of fizzled out last year. I love it. Bab and I hope to be able to help them soon get back on the tour bus uh, with the help with the bus's wheelchair lift. To have another go around the country. Dates and venues to be announced. Film at 11. We'll keep you guys posted. Well, I got to go, gentlemen. Sally is about to head to the Shooting Bullets Fertility Clinic and Shooting Range nearby to help set up an erotic face painting booth, and I'm going to help her attach the dangly bits. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
2: Oh, I want to see him on tour. Yeah, that would be awesome.
3: Oh, gosh.
1: And guys, please don't forget you can download that Christmas song that he performed on the Christmas special. At www.zerbinator.bandcamp.com, go down to the "Please Stand By" music collection album. That's right. Download it for freezies and help yourselves because it's an amazing song. And it uh, is, very, not just that song; the whole album is free. And listen as Ferg says to him and I do some Skype-induced wonderment, and it, it came out really good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! All right, Fergie, if you sing that song, that
2: you singy is so welly. After these messages, I'll be right back. (laughs) Every time.
4: Coming February 1st, 2018, it's the Atari Lynx Handicast. This monthly podcast will focus on the 72 original release games for the Atari Lynx.
1: For the world's first color-handheld video
4: gaming system. You've heard of Millipede Man, now you can become a fan. (laughs) With the Atari
3: Lynx Handicast. Is your brain big, big enough?
5: Coming soon.
1: That's right. I am very excited about that. I think it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. And that's gonna be hosted by none other than a gentleman by the name of Mark Little. From who, Tube uh, Tunes? Yeah, he's he's done the Tube Tunes show. And you might know him from other places.
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if you
4: want to some music?
1: But before we do music, can I please borrow another quarter? I know I owe you tons of money. Oh, God. Do you know that you've done more than 50 shows
2: already? What do you mean?
1: Uh, At 57, you did 50 shows.
2: Oh, you mean these? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I didn't realize that.
1: You're on 53. Yeah, you're on 53 right now. Nice.
2: Yeah. Okay,
1: great. So I owe you 25 cents. Let's do the math on this. Well, we
2: didn't start it at the beginning.
1: But uh, well, I always borrowed a quarter anyway, even though I didn't use it for the machine. That's true, yeah. So let's see here. <laughs> Just out of curiosity 25 times 53.
2: <sighs> Neat. <laughs> can I borrow a quarter? Yes, you can borrow a quarter, Kevin. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Kafira, what are you doing here? What is going on? Are you all right?
3: Hi. Hi, Kafira. What do you want? Of year, I don't feel so good. Yeah, why? Well, don't you know, I went in for the flu shot. Yeah. And they stuck it in my ass. Right. <laughs> right here. Look at this ass. You like that?
2: No. <laughs>
3: I make the cheeks wiggle. Uh, I
2: don't want to see that, please. Thank you.
3: But the problem I have, Ferg. Uh, let me get dressed again. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> that makes me mad. I leave now, but know that I'm not so happy. And I'll talk to you later. This is collapse. Bye!
1: Well, I'm glad she left. God, me too. Well, what did you listen
2: to? I thought we were doing video games, Kevin. You said, give me a quarter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, we're doing music. My bad. That's where I borrow quarters. I was wondering, why would I put a quarter in a music machine? And where was the quarter sound when I played the music button?
2: (laughs) And they're for memory. Okay, so what are we doing?
4: <laughs> Music.
2: Okay, so I listen to this. It's Beth Orton. It's she's her best pretty. bit EP. It was between her first two records she put it out. She is. Uh, I. She's British. She's kind of a folk singer, electronica person. Yeah. I think she started out singing with the Chemical Brothers. She sang on some of their songs, and then she's more like a the The first album is kind of like a half and half that and folk music, and the second album I think leans more towards folky acoustic stuff, but um I think she was probably the last artist that I got into because of m t v oh when, yeah, yeah, we moved to uh, delaware in ninety eight and Sarah worked late shift, and I worked early shift, so I spent a lot of time at home at night watching t v mm-hmm. waiting for she didn't get home till like midnight, so I used to watch MTV a lot and back when they still showed videos. <laughs> they were still showing some in uh in 1998 and the video for She cries her name came on which is from her first album. And I really really liked it and right. I think by the time I got around to buying the CD because that first year we weren't buying much of anything. <laughs> we uh I bought the second album Central Reservation is really really good music and uh She's Denver. our age, you know. She's What's that?
1: a year she's a
2: year younger than me. Oh, is she? So that's two years younger than you. Not two. You're like a few months younger than I am. You're forty eight. Yeah, she's but you're going to be forty eight in March, right? That's two numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Okay>. two numbers. <laughs> but I really like her music. Um, I haven't gotten her last album yet. And I have to. No, or did I? I can't remember now. I do like her first. Two albums uh quite a bit. Third right. one is okay. Uh some songs I really like on there, some songs I don't. But uh overall I really enjoy her music and
1: she's done listen. she has done a lot of work. Um, um yeah. she, the movie Vanilla Sky, Dawson's Creek, Charmed, How to Deal, Felicity,
2: Grey's Anatomy, a lot of uh, She had music in all those? Yeah. Yeah, I I think I knew about Vanilla Sky. This uh EP features a guy named Terry Callier. Uh-huh. who was like a, a soul guy from, is he from Philadelphia or Chicago? I can't remember. But um, there's a couple songs he sings on, on here and plays guitar, and they're really good. Dolphins and uh, Lean on Me. So, D- Is this the
1: best of, or is it
2: like a new No, album? it's just an EP. It's just called Best Bit. It's an EP she put out in between um, Trailer Park and Central Res- Reservation. I
1: have to check that out, because I, I, am a, I, I knew that she did what she does, which is... Um, she does play keyboards, and I remember when I saw her face from her doing something. Yeah, she does play keyboards, she plays guitar. Oh, okay. And, I didn't realize and, she plays keyboards, too. Yep. And She she does synth work.
2: She's very good. I enjoy her music. She's from Norwich, England. Is she? I think it's Norwich. 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 Norwich.
4: <laughs> I don't call it Norwich.
2: It's favorite with a U favorite
4: favorite yeah fanny 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 <laughs> bobby idod Do we have
2: Moore. any english listeners uh, oh idod right <laughs> idod i keep yeah. calling
1: her I, him idod her yeah. i don't know what the hell anybody is anymore.
2: <laughs> Ferg,
1: can what you use the quarter that you get oh well i forgot
2: yeah <laughs> I listen to baby metal do you know baby metal I've heard the name before but I don't I don't think I've uh,
1: I've heard their music Well I was prepared I brought a snippet I'm gonna play you an ounce of the song called uh, Gimme Chocolate which I love.
2: They're pretty good. Yeah, I like that.
1: (laughs) So they call them Baby Metal, and they go rocking out there, and they do a bunch of poses and dances and what look like karate moves and (laughs) all this stuff. And then the band behind them is dressed up like everybody was in the movie The Ring. Oh, really? And their hair's all (laughs) hanging down, white makeup, and and the costumes Mm. to go with, but... um, I just got into them recently, and I just think that they're freaking amazing. And, it, and the thing I like so much is I've seen a lot of interviews with them, and they don't really speak good English yet. All but, right. And I'll tell you, the, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to tell you the names of the singers. Okay. Yui
4: Metal, Soo Metal,
2: and Moa Metal. <laughs> Why don't you Three. say their real last names? I'm looking at them right now.
4: All
1: right. I'll give it a shot. Suzuka Numato, no. <laughs> Nakamoto, Nakamoto is Metal. Yui Mizuno, Zuno is Yui Metal, and
3: Moa Kiketu Chekate, What the hell?
4: Is
1: Moa and um, they're great. They they it sing good. I like that. Yeah, they sing really good. They got that cute little, you know, Japanese Chinese thing going. Which is so cute, and uh, and I love them. They're actually from Japan, um, and but the metal part of it is great. It's like a mix of uh, Dream Theater meets uh, uh, Dragon Force meets um, sort of like uh, the Twelve Ninjas that I like. Twelve that, Foot Ninja. The one and you played
2: there sounded kind of like pop metal
1: to me. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's like a okay. pop metal mix, uh, but very progressive. They got a whole bunch of really cool mathematical goodies. <laughs> So, I love them. I think they are amazing. Yeah, they're pretty good. Who knew? All right, Ferg, you know that quarter I gave back to you?
2: Yeah? Can I borrow that again? Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah. Here it's you only $13.75. All right, well, get. Maybe just buy me some wings or something. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. All
3: right, let me put this in. Oh. Uh, Have you played <laughs> anything?
2: So I'm having a hard time playing games aside from the ones I'm covering on my podcast. I figured <laughs> yeah. because you're doing a show and that's what you're playing, then you have to do the history of it. I so want to play other games though. It just seems like it. I I cannot get it together. I knew this coming in. Yeah. Okay. So I, I
1: played. <laughs> that's why. I, that's probably the only reason I picked you. No, I'm kidding. No, I knew that this would be uh, what you do. So that's fine. And I yeah. hope it's okay. It doesn't bore you to talk about it twice.
2: No, no, no. It's uh, I played uh, Congo Bongo on the 2600. It was based on an arcade game, which I played quite a bit of when right. it came out. What? Right. Oh, okay. And um, this one, the the port is a little bit on the polarizing side. People, other people don't like it. Other people do like it. It's like the port of Donkey Kong. It's only got two of the uh, four screens that are in the game. Right. And it's a three quarter perspective game, but it doesn't do that in one of the two screens. So. <laughs> it, it sort of got the look of Cubert. Uh, Yes, it. it's kind of like that, exactly, exactly. But I thought it was okay. I mean, it's not something I'm going to play again because I I loved the game when I was a kid, but it did not age well for me, so. Really? Yeah, I, I do have fond memories of playing it at, at the drug fair in uh, South Plainfield when I was growing up. But, My uh, first job is drug fair. Yeah, um, So this awesome. came out in 1983? It did, yeah, both versions, arcade and 2600.
1: I'm going to ask you questions about it because to me, this is like a big deal compared to the graphics from other games from 1983.
2: You mean on the Atari? Yeah. Well, I mean they uh, I think in my opinion they did pull off the three-quarter view for the most part on the first yeah. screen but then they just got rid of it on the second screen and the I oh. it, the second screen doesn't look as good to me as the first one does, especially the water moving. I did not did not really care for that water moving graphic. It was really it, kind of overdone and headache inducing. <laughs>
1: No, this came out also for
2: the Coleco and the Commodore and all that crap Was Yes, I've played the Coleco version. Um, I can't remember. Uh, we did a sh- we did a, a episode of Intarivisions on Congo uh, Bongo as well. So I played the Coleco version. I played the Intellivision version, mm-hmm. and I think I think they also only have two screens. If I'm not mistaken, no, maybe the Coleco version has more, but um, it's just a hard game to port to a home system, especially with the home systems at the time. So That's a shame. I love the name too. Congo Bongo? <laughs> yeah, you think it'd be instrumental or isn't They had Henny Youngman in their commercial. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> That's nothing with Congos. Why is he there? No, I don't know. It's very weird. Take
4: my game, please.
2: Yeah, <laughs> basically it's what it was. <laughs> oh, God. What'd you play, Kevin? I don't know. Let me see. You know. I played Hometown. Hometown? No, I what didn't. is that? I played Homefront. Homefront, Home Fries, Home Fries. I played Home Fries. I love it's, Home fries. Uh,
1: First, oh, they're delicious. Home Fries is a first-person action shooter. Homefront, um, really a shooter? I didn't know that that you like shooters. Oh, they're great. Rat tat tat is what I've been known to be. Rat tat Um It's a video game developed by Chaos Studios, published by THQ. The game tells the story of a resistance movement. Fighting the near future against the military, son of a bitch! I hate rainy. The game tells the story about a resistance movement fighting against the uh, the Koreans coming to take over the United States. They they basically won a war and are trying to take over. And uh, this is the stupidest game I've ever played in my life. I hated it. And I still hate it, but I'm not finished with it because I paid for it. I'm going to finish it, but I hate this game. Oh, And this game has so many additional add-ons that have come with it. And uh, But it's the, st- uh, the worst acting I've ever seen in a video game. Um, very hard to control. Uh, the people that you shoot at. How many times can you shoot someone in the head and they're just fine?
2: is <laughs> a warner brothers cartoon maybe <laughs>
1: apparently seven times you can shoot <laughs> someone in the head and they'll be perfectly okay and uh. run away spouting korean by the bus. in this game and it's just oh it was annoying so i've been playing this for a while and uh i'm only about one third of the way through it and it's driving me crazy i can't wait to finish it just so i can move on but i have to play it because i bought it hmm there, there has been one cutscene that was pretty amazing. I dodged some kind of building falling over, and it looked almost cool. But then again, it was like, oh, you guys are so close.
2: Oh, well, fact, it is THQ.
1: THQ, I thought, well, maybe not so great. I can't remember any other games I had with THQ. They did Where's Waldo for the NES. <laughs> so you want to go into show and tell? <laughs> But before we do that, can you sing that song you sing Oh So Well Again? one more time? Yeah, I got two of them. Am I too. getting
2: paid extra for this
1: um, If you talk to the person who this commercial comes from, I'm sure <laughs> that he might be able to er, do something for you. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> After these messages, I'll be right back.
6: Check one, two. <laughs> the return of the boom bat means just that. It means the return of the real hard beats and toy chat. the silly sucker wants his champion belt but like a microwave these days he make him melt. He never crossed over never went pop. You know ISR will give you real toy talk
1: <laughs> Yay That was Icy Robots is rapping.
2: Why is he never in the promos?
1: I don't know <laughs> Or is that him?
2: That's not him
1: <laughs> I don't think it is Thank you very much, by the way. And please, go to icyrobots.com, and please, he's my cohort on another show, and, uh, and he's a funny guy, and he's an intelligent guy. And No matter what you all say, <laughs> he works really hard on his shows. He and does. He, he is a fond listener of this show, which I appreciate uberly yeah. because it makes me feel good whenever he tells me so, and it makes me keep doing the show, and, which is good. And thank you for listening.
2: Thank you, Icy robots.
1: I see robots all the time. And you know what the robots are telling me? What? To go to icrobots.com.
2: That's right. So you ready to show me your tells? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs>
3: I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Show me
2: towels. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to bring it down a little bit. Go for it. So this is my copy of Especially For You by the Smithereens.
1: I'm talking to Mikey. I can
2: kind of hear you. This is my copy of (laughs) Especially For You by the Smithereens. For me? No, it's for me. Oh. Uh, I bought this in 1986 when it came out at the uh, Vinyl Vault in Hillsborough, New Jersey, I think. Pretty sure I bought it there. Yeah. Uh, As you may have heard, we lost Pat Denisio last month. He's been sick for a while um, I don't know exactly what he had, but um, he gained a lot of weight from the treatment or from the disease itself. I can't oh, remember. No. Um, so he was doing okay. He could play and stuff. But in the last few years, uh, I don't think he couldn't even play guitar anymore. He could just sing and they'd have to help him out on the stage and stuff like that. So passed away. He's very young. I think it was in his early 60s. 62. 62. But Smithereens are one of my favorite bands. Uh, The first song I heard of theirs was uh, Blood and Roses, and that bass line at the beginning, that just drew me right in, and I loved Mike Massaro's bass stuff.
1: I'm going to have to be a new fan, because I, unfortunately, have not listened to much of the Smithereens
2: at all. They didn't really... I guess they had, like... um, I don't know what their biggest hit was, but Blood and Roses probably. No, I think it was more the from the Eleven album. There was a, a Girl Like You might have been a bigger hit than that. Yeah, because that was supposed to be in the sh- Say Anything movie. Chunky uh, metal kind of sound. Yeah, I, I, Ed Stasium produced that one. It was made it um, a lot more harder edge than the first two. But the first, the f- <laughs> this first album is exquisite. It's I I read a review at the time, I don't know who or where it was, but they said it's like a lost greatest hits album of a '60s band, and that's exactly what it is. It's awesome. If you start with that one, if you haven't listened to it, it's really really good. Um, God bless him,
1: and I hope that he had a safe way home. Yeah, right at the same
2: I, I got to meet him in the '90s, which was really awesome. Oh, yeah, my friend, fun. my friend John was on the committee that uh, brought bands to Rutgers. He was going there, mm-hmm. and so he, they brought the Smithereens there to headline a show, and we went to the show, and because of John, we got to go backstage and hang out with the band afterwards. So that's what, I should have brought that CD. I have a CD with all their signatures on it. I should have brought that. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Well, you said it, so you don't have to bring it yeah. in. Yeah. But they were really nice to us, and we chatted with them a little bit, and
1: it was, it was really a fun time.
2: It was well, a great show.
1: I'm going to check them out more and become a fan, because I feel like I'm late.
2: Yeah, please, if you haven't heard The Smithereens, check out it Especially for You. And if that makes you want to check out the other albums, I heartily suggest that you do that. Great do music. It. Yeah. Do it. Especially if you like 60s pop. That's basically what it's like, I think. Gotta do it. What'd you listen to, Kevin? I didn't. You didn't? We're on show and tell. Oh, s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My give turn. Me, <laughs> give, me, give me 10 seconds to get it off the wall. I forgot to get it. I'll be right back. Okay. You could talk to our friend.
2: Talk to our friends. Oh, look at Kevin's sweet, sweet pajama pants. Yeah. Where's Jerry? I don't see Jerry today. Haven't heard him either. I see a coffee maker. It's got cobwebs on it. Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah, be
1: careful with this
2: thing. Be careful with that thing,
1: Kevin. This thing is older than you and me times 500. Oh, dear. Look at it! That's nice. It's my Aunt Grace's mandolin. This has been in our family. Gosh, I don't even know. It's so old that it started warping in here.
2: Oh, no. Just over time. Yeah. And, Can you still but, tune it okay? Or? Oh,
1: yeah, listen. I'll play... Uh, Oh hell, play baby medals, give me some chocolate. (laughs) 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 Very nice. Um, Also, in the same key, you might know this Led Zeppelin tune. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, but that's what it sounds like.
2: Wait, what, how do you have that tuned? Is
1: it uh, G-D-A-E?
2: Is that right? That's the way I have it tuned. Okay, what notes are those? I don't read music. I you don't, don't know, know what notes are? <laughs> oh. Sounds good, though, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> How long have you had it?
1: I've had this sucker for about 10 years. Oh, yeah. Aunt Grace passed away in 1982. She was the second. I think she was either the first. Was she
3: the first or the second? I don't know.
1: person (laughs) to die in my family. Uh Um, Yeah. Aunt Grace. Let me think about this. No, it was my grandpa. Grandpa... Rhodes passed away first. I gotcha. called him judge. And it was so cool because uh, the reason it was cool is because I'd never experienced death in a family besides my dog dying. Yeah. And, um, and I remember I was in the drug fair parking lot with my mom. <laughs> uh, she got in the car and um, I remember it was after school and she just got off work at drug fair and she got in the car and she goes, now I have to tell you something. And whatever you want to do when you hear this is perfectly fine with me. It's going to be okay. She's really cool about it. And, yeah. she, and she said, Grandpa Judge passed away. And I went.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I just stopped. And, and then it, fi- it just like a smack in the face. And I start crying like a baby. Oh. But Grandpa Judge was awesome. Grandpa Judge yeah. is what I am to my, I'm the pappy to my stepkids. Right, right, right. Grand, you know, kids. Grandpa Judge is a, uh, was a step grandfather to me. Okay. And uh, so that's what I always aspire to be is him because he is yeah. awesome. That's good. uh, But that being said, you know, this comes from that era, and that just keeps me close to that. That's nice. And the sound is sort of like a Japanese metal band. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it, but there
2: you go. Very nice.
3: So that's that.
2: That's it.
1: We did it. We did.
2: (laughs) And this show is going to
1: sound amazing because we're going back to an old format of recording, and I cannot wait to actually edit it because it's going to sound pretty damn cool.
2: Yeah, for some reason we had so many problems with Skype. Yeah, Skype and uh,
1: Zoom, and you went through all the trouble of new cables. That didn't help and everything else. So we're going to do this old school. Yep. So, to end the show tonight, I figured why not keep the spirit of Ringo Starr's music alive and I'll play you a clip of what you're going to hear tonight. It's a version I recorded about jeez, probably about 10 years ago. Here you go. All right. Oh, but first, you always got to press this
3: button. Sorry, I forgot. Oh, yeah. I found a treasure house of music. The sound engineer is ready. The musicians are set. Now examined and found flawless, it is recorded for you by the world's greatest artist.
1: So here it is. Ten years ago today, I doubt it, but why not? (laughs)
2: What song it is? No.
3: You don't know what that is?
2: No.
4: Ringo. What is it?
1: <laughs> Can you play that song you played so well before you left uh song number two?
2: Oh. Oh, oh
1: my. <laughs> All right, enough of that. So yeah, I'm gonna end the song with the show. I'm gonna end the show with the song. <laughs> um, uh Ricky Raccoon, Rocky Raccoon. Very good. Went into a room to only to find Gideon's Bible. Time is up. Did you sing on that? I did. Good. I didn't put it here because I didn't want you laughing at me until you hear no, it. Oh, stop. No, I look forward to bad. hearing it,
2: Kevin.
1: I sound like a prepubescent kid every time I ever sing. I sing because I have to, not because I can. <laughs> All right, well, you know what time it is now?
2: At what time is it?
3: Won't you please join us next time
2: I got your restraining order right here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in the black mountain hills of there lived a young man named Rocky Raccoon And one day his woman went off with another guy It hit young Rocky in the eye Rocky didn't like that, so he said he was going to go down and get that boy So one day he walked down into town, booked himself a, a room in a local saloon. Rocky Raccoon checked into his room